Hello everyone, so today we are going to be taking a dive into the psychology and the thought process behind someone who doesn't love sports, and for me that is vastly different than how I view sports. So I'm really excited for the episode today. I'm going to be talking to Masley, someone who has played a bit of sports in her life, but just really wasn't her thing, and especially ball sports. So we're going to get that interview started, and we're just going to have a nice conversation around sports and what she thinks about different sports and possibly why and if any of her opinions change and the differences between watching and playing these sports. So before we waste much time, let's just get into it. Okay, so for today's podcast, we are going to be touching on sports. So Masley, can you talk a bit about your experience with sports? Yes, well, I played indoor soccer as a child for one season and flag football in second grade for another season. And so did you enjoy the indoor soccer and flag football session? I did not. When I played indoor soccer, I would stand on the side of the field and cry and scream, but my parents wouldn't let me leave the field because they said I made a commitment to the team. So why do you think you disliked soccer so much? What drove this crying, this outrage? I don't like the, I don't like ball sports, period. Is there a reason to that? Does it scare you? Do you think they're too competitive? What's up with that? Um, I've, I've always been like this. I think I was just born with an aversion to them. I think, yes, on one hand, I feel like I'm going to get hit with the ball. So I can't, I don't really like playing the sport because it just is me running away from the ball because I feel like I'm going to get hit in the face. And I don't, I don't like the people on the team and, or working as a group. So as you might be able to tell, um, Masley touched on her aversion to sports and I'm quite the opposite. I personally love sports. Would you, would you agree with that, Masley? Mike's a big sports guy. So today I'd like to have a conversation with people regarding two various opposing points of views and I'd just like to go through some sports and touch on what you think. So for the first ball sport, let's start out with baseball, a sport that I love and play. What do you think about baseball and why? You know, just because I don't like playing sports doesn't mean I hate them completely. I would rather do horrible things than play baseball, but I have no problem with it as a sport. What do you think about baseball as a spectator sport, a sport for you to go out and watch? Would you ever consider going to the ballpark and watching a baseball game? Oh, the ballpark. I would go to a baseball game if someone invited me, but I would never go on my own. If you have children one day, do you think that taking your children to a baseball game would be something that you'd be intrigued in? Again, if they expressed interest in a baseball game, I would, you know, be more than happy to accompany them, but it would not cross my mind to, oh my god, I should take my kid to a baseball game. Is there a sport that you would say that you would want to take your child to? No. So living in Portland, how are your thoughts on basketball? Do you enjoy going to Blazers games? Have you ever been to a Blazers game? And what was that like? I've been to a few Blazers games, and... They're, they're just fine, but no, I would much rather stay at home. That's quite interesting. In comparing basketball to baseball, do you have any preference? I'd rather go to a basketball game, but I've also never been to a baseball game, so I'm kind of biased. Interesting. So, 
The fact that you like basketball more, do you think that could have to do with the pace of the game at all? Uh, I think it's just the fact that, like, my dad used to take me to basketball games, so I'm more familiar with the sport. Thank you. I want to switch directions to a different size ball. Let, let's move on to golf. What are your thoughts on golf? Would you ever play golf? Would you ever go watch a Masters tournament? I would play golf if it was, like, if someone else really wanted me to, but no, I think I would hate it. Do you find that golf would be interesting to watch at all? Would you enjoy consuming that sport? No. Golf seems like a terrible sport to watch. If you were to golf, would you want to, say, mini-golf, or would you want to go golf on a par 3, on a 18-hole? Um, what would you feel comfortable doing? I feel most comfortable mini-golfing. How would you relate the experience of mini-golf to regular golf? I've never played regular golf, but mini-golf seems like more fun. Mini-golf being putt-putt, typical, outside, in a arcade-ish like area? Yes. Interesting. If you were to golf, do you think you could ever get into the scenery and the beautiful greens and outdoorsiness that golf can provide? Sure. Do you think that has a lure? I think it has a lure, but not a good enough one. What do you think about the fact that golfing takes up a lot of water and isn't great for the climate? Well, that's another problem entirely. Do you dislike golf more because of that? Yeah, I think it's a waste of grass. Do you think that people should be able to golf, or do you think it's something that we should just get rid of entirely? I don't think banning golf is going to do much, um, but maybe switching the grass to turf. Artificial turf? Yes. Do you see any problems in that with potentially it overheating? People wear shoes. Interesting. That That's quite interesting. For instance, there's a lot of golfing in Arizona where it can get to 120 degrees. On artificial turf, that can get upwards of 140, maybe even 150, which is quite hot. Oh no. Clearly, I don't think you <laughs> care about the poor golfers, but I'm not sure the artificial turf is an answer. I appreciate your, <laughs> your enthusiasm, though, to come up with a new idea. So, do you participate in any sports or any sports-like things now? I am an aerialist. What exactly is aerial? Um, it's like what you see in Cirque du Soleil. There's silks, trapeze, uh, hoop, rope, straps. And what specifically do you do? I, I'm normally on the silks, but lately I've been trying to expand my horizons, and now I'm also taking straps, um, contortion, tumbling, and conditioning. Do you consider this a sport? I don't consider it a sport, but I do consider it athletic. Okay. And obviously it isn't a ball sport, correct? There's no ball involved. There is juggling at times, but I do not partake in that anymore. Hence the hating of ball sports probably, right? Yes. On a similar tone, since it sounds like you do enjoy aerial, correct? That is correct. What do you think about dance? Do you think dance is a sport? I think dance is a sport, especially competitive dance. If dance is a sport, why isn't aerial a sport in your mind? Dance is competitive. Are there no competitions for aerial? There are, but there are none here. So for something to be a sport, it has to have competition and there needs to be um, skill involved? I think so. Okay. Do I have you... a question for you. Uh, go for it. What do you think about curling as a sport? Curling, um, and that's with the ice and where you know you yes. sweep. I think 
it wouldn't be a sport that I'd enjoy. I, I enjoy watching it actually. In the Winter Olympics, it's you know really fascinating. You gotta watch the person throw the, the curl or whatever it's called, and then you have to watch the people sweep. Um, and I think it's a good competition, as you mentioned, brings in a lot of com competitiveness. And I think that because of that, it is, is a sport. And now Mike, I have another question for you, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to take your job, but it. I know you're an avid Quidditch player. And I have never played Quidditch or <laughs> seen a Quidditch game, so I was wondering if you could fill me in on that. I think you might be misinformed. I have never played Quidditch before. Um, Quidditch being the game in Harry Potter? Yes, and at many colleges in the U.S. Oh, that's interesting. Well, maybe, maybe I'll have to try that one day. Back to um, the topic at hand. Do you think that bowling is a fascinating sport. Have you ever bowled before? I have bowled. Hate it. Is there any recreational sport such as bowling, ice skating, that type of thing that you enjoy doing that you would want to go do on a free weekend? I do enjoy ice skating and roller skating. And if you consider trampoline jumping a sport, yes. Interesting. I see the common theme what you mentioned before with no balls as you know, no balls for trampoline, no balls for roller skating or ice skating. So I'm starting to pick up a pattern here. Do you think that any sports should be outlawed or disregarded? We should get rid of any sports? No, I can't think of a sport that should be outlawed because they bring people joy. I think there is danger in football. Interesting. So on the topic of football, I imagine you're talking about the concussions, correct? Yes. What problems do you see being able to be fixed in the future so that football can be a safe sport to play? Well, to be completely honest, I don't know the rules of football, so I'm not sure what rules they should change. So you just know that it's a dangerous sport and people need to be a bit careful? Yeah, but I've heard it's pretty serious. How so? With these concussions. What about the concussions as far as, well, I haven't what have you heard? I haven't researched it myself, but I remember I had a friend who did a, like a whole paper on it and she gave me the gist, which was football players get very bad concussions. Yeah, it's, it's an epidemic where people have a lot of problems and a lot of the football players who play later in life experience a tremendous amount of issues such as CTE and other issues that leave them completely uh, debilitated. And I've heard rumors that you want to take up this football. Well, I think if played safely, football is a fine sport. But how would you play safely with a team that plays by the normal rules? What do you mean by that? You say you want to play football, and if it's played safely, it's fine. But how would you personally play safely if you were on a regular football team? Yeah, so I'm going to Dartmouth College, as you may know. And at Dartmouth, they're actually the leading school in this. So in practice, they don't have any head-to-head -head combat. In fact, they don't have any live scrimmage. All they do is um, just go up against like dummy machines and work on drills without like defense colliding with an offense. So for instance, some of the practices might look like lots of just, you know, running routes from and the quarterback throwing to the receiver. Or defensively, there are these like foam dummies that you can tackle or it's kind of like a wall of foam fake people that like the defense can rush. And so they get all their practice in without having to completely, you know, risk their CTE probabilities in the future. That's very interesting. So what do you think of that? 
I think that's a great strategy. I wonder what happens in those games if the players are, have not practiced that head-to-head -head collision, though. Is it even worse? So you think that because they haven't like had the practice of the head-to-head -head collision that then football would be even worse and possibly more dangerous? Not necessarily. I think they, I like that they use strategies in practice that they're not getting that head-to-head -head collision, but wouldn't it also be useful to teach them how to, like, is there, is there a way to have the head-to-head -head collision, because that's not avoidable, but safely, kind of how in some sports they teach you how to fall because you're going to fall, but like without putting your hands down because you could break your wrists, something like that. Yeah, so there's a lot of rules on how to like tackle safely, for instance. So I, I did not know that. There's no, no, there's supposed to be like no blindsiding, um, like no head-to-head -head collisions. And you're supposed to tackle certain ways to avoid those difficulties and high likely ways to get hurt. And as you were mentioning, or as you might have potentially alluded to, you, it doesn't sacrifice anything because, as mentioned, Dartmouth is the college that does that. And Dartmouth was the Ivy League champions in football this very past year. Wow. Mm -hmm. So are there any other sports that you have any hot takes on that you'd like to touch on? Um, I mean, I think we've covered the majority of them in these blessed 13 minutes. Well, I'd like to keep going just a bit more, and I'd like to touch on soccer. Okay. So, soccer, what are your thoughts? Well, I already told you about my own traumatic experience with soccer. So, I think that has a bias on me. But I don't, I don't mind other people playing soccer, and I think it's a fine sport that seems to bring a lot of people joy. So, soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Personally, I'm not sure why. It isn't very appeasing for me to watch, and I don't find myself enjoying it too much when I do. Do you have any insight as to why so many people find it so popular? I do not know. It seems like from someone who does not know much about any sport, I would assume that football would be more interesting for people to watch because there's, you know, more like violence and more testosterone. And I think that draws people in. So I don't know why soccer is more popular than other sports. I know at my school, soccer has the most like tradition around it and I think that draws people in. Thank you. So I think with that we can wrap it up. Thank you, Masley. You're welcome. Huge shout out for Masley for willing to come on and be interviewed today. She did a great job and I think there was some really insightful things said. It's definitely interesting to understand new perspective and that's what I did today. For me, obviously, I'm a big sports fanatic, and sports has been essential for me for the past 12 years, so understanding someone who doesn't like sports as well is definitely something that I think is important, and it's always important to, under it's always important to understand the other side of the picture. So I'd just like to thank Masley again and wrap up this podcast. Music by Loft Music and Consoundancy Audio.